This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Looking around, I finally see, I think I need a change. The rat race I wanna flee, my world I'll rearrange. I'm getting back to the roots of how it's meant to be. Growing gardens, picking fruit, racing livestock, living free. Hello and welcome to the Modern Homesteading Podcast. I'm your host, Harold Thornbrough. Glad you're joining me today. And I got a question for you today. Have you ever wanted to know who all the homesteaders around you were? (laughs) The ones in your town, in your county, in your state? Have you ever wanted to work with some of them to learn the skills they have to to make your homestead better and to make yourself more self-sufficient and sustainable? Well, today we're talking to the Homesteaders of Indiana. As folks know, I'm from Indiana, and this is a group that was started on Instagram. And today I have the founder, Paul Circle, and one of the admins, Brooke Schaefer, to uh, tell us all about the group and why they started and kind of where they're going and you know all the cool things they're doing. So, uh, so let's just jump right into this conversation. Well, I'm joined today by uh, Paul and Brooke. Paul and, and Brooke are both uh, admins for... Uh, the uh, Homesteaders of Indiana. Do I call it a group or a page or a community? What do I call that exactly? I'm not real sure. All those things. All those things. Yeah. We are whatever you want us to be. Yeah. All right. All right. (laughs) Well, uh, I'm a big fan of the Homesteaders of Indiana. I think what you guys are doing is great. You're um, bringing a lot of community together, helping homesteaders get to know each other. And I want to hear a little bit about how it got started, where it's going, just all the things. But uh, before that, uh, thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Glad to be here. Well, uh, so how and why did Paul? Now you started it, right? You, you're the I, one that kind of got it going in the, in the beginning. I did, yeah. So I'd been on Instagram with my chickens page um, for about two years, and I really enjoyed the community of it. Um, I was meeting people from all over the country, all over the world, chatting with them. Um, that's kind of what hooked me into the whole thing is just meeting people that had similar interests and similar lifestyles. Um, but what I really liked was meeting or coming across accounts that were here in Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um, but it didn't seem like there was that many of them, but I was like, there's gotta be more. So that's kind of what really drove me to start the account was to help myself and others find each other. Um, Cause I knew there was like a thriving homesteading community here. I just didn't know where they were, who mm-hmm. they were. So I took the business model or so homesteaders of Michigan started first. Okay. Um, so I saw what they were doing up there. Um, talked to a couple of the admins. I was like, well, somebody's got to do it. So I was like, why not me? So I started one for Indiana. Um, and yeah, it's just really, it's just my desire to meet people that live close or closer yeah. to me. That kind of got it all going. And when that was in 2019, 
2019. Right. Yep. 2019. Yeah. So uh, right before the pandemic, <laughs> yeah. you, you just started to bring people together. <laughs> yeah. But, Which, uh, when you think about that timing, I mean, yeah. how wonderful is that? Right. So, you know, this was going and Paul had really built this robust group of people coming together. And then, you know, we find out about making our food systems more local, you know, and homesteading becomes mm -hmm. a little bit more front line for a lot of people, you know, people yeah. become interested in gardening who had never thought about it or chickens or whatever. And then, you know, you go forward now to 2022 and it's much more mainstream to have a chicken coop in your backyard and a garden bed. And that yeah. kind of like victory garden type thing is, is come back in, in a way that there's a lot of young people and older, all different ages, people, but a lot of young people coming into homesteading right now. And it's so great to have their energy as part of this learning. Yeah, for sure. I know, uh, I didn't even uh, like you, Paul, I didn't know there were so many, uh, Indiana homesteaders until you guys started the page, you know, and then it was like, I started seeing, I'm connecting with them th through you guys. Cause every time you guys would share one, of course I'm, you know, uh, making contact there too, you know, and trying to get to know people. And, and, uh, that was great. Yeah. You did a, doing a great job of, of introducing, uh, other homesteaders for sure. And like I said, I didn't even know there were so many so close. <laughs> I mean, you find yeah. out they're 20, 30, 40, 50 miles away all around you, you know, and didn't even know they were there. That's I think really Brooke literally met neighbors. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, think I found a couple in this town, right in this County, you know, that I didn't right. know were here for sure. Yeah. And the, Paul, the, the meet the Hoosier, day that you do that's a super important way mm -hmm. if you mm -hmm. want to speak to that about how we're helping people meet each other yeah yeah so that was like really my like original idea um for the page was i was going to introduce one local indiana homesteader per week um <clears throat> thought meet a hoosier tuesday had a nice ring to it so i said on tuesday um so from within a few weeks of the page being started that that weekly feature has been a, a staple on the page um so we're what three and a half years into this right now I've yeah featured you know it's two weeks what is that 150 people yeah but something more, like yeah. that um yeah. and we i still got we got thousands oh, of followers There's yeah more to go. Um, well, let's talk so. about that for a second like what kind of growth have you seen and i mean you started out did you expect it to get real big i mean what, what happened there yeah i wasn't sure um yeah I think I use, so I, like I said, I reached out to the admins, the Homestead of Michigan page. Um, I was actually good friends with one of them. Um, we hosted a hashtag together back in the day. But um, I was like, how do you guys find accounts? And they basically would go to like farmer's markets pages and just scroll through and see who the farmer's markets followed. Um, or they would search like regional hashtags like Indiana mm -hmm. Farmer or whatever. Um, so that's really kind of how I originally found people was I found farmers markets pages, looked through to see who they were following, just did um, regional hashtag searches. Um, so started following people, they started following back. Um, it's just kind of grown organically. I mean, yeah. we don't have like a massive following, but I mean, we do kind of like a little niche of Indiana. Yeah. Um, we, we love it when people that don't live in Indiana follow us, mm -hmm. um, but I mean, we're not seeking them either, if that makes sense. Right, right. Uh, well, I think you guys are setting a great example for any states that aren't doing it, because I think it oh, should be something that should just be spread across the country. Every state it. needs it. I mean, yeah. it's amazing to see how these people, I mean, we, of course, have folks who are following the page who are not in mm -hmm. Indiana, are just wanting to be part of community and learn. And, sure. you know, those educational opportunities exist for everyone. 
But to bring those Indiana, you know, there's so much that we do virtually now. I mean, even this interview is virtual, right? Mm-hmm, right. And, but it's so wonderful to have these face-to-face connections that get made through, like, for example, we have some chats that are for specific regions. Mm-hmm. So someone would get on the east side of Indianapolis chat and say, I have a goat that's having this problem. What do I do? And then the people who know about goats will help walk them through it. And then maybe that leads to a face-to-face. I mean, I've probably had about 10 people to my farm personally through who I met through this page. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, to have them come over and just literally one person came over and we harvested peas together and just sat while the babies were playing in the grass and we were picking peas, you know, just like beautiful connection. Right. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, have you been really surprised with the connections? I mean, have, has anything really um, stood out as like, that's just really amazing. Other than just the direct friendships maybe that you've uh, developed. Have you seen anything bigger than that? I mean, that's a big thing to me, but has anything come about that you feel like, wow, that's, this made it all worth it for sure. Just the feedback, honestly, from people. Um, Yeah. It's, I, I'm, I don't pretend like I'm anything special. Like I was just the guy willing to do it. I mean, I didn't know what I was going to become, be, going to become. Yeah. Um, but just hearing people talk about how, you know, they've, especially like through these meet Hoosier Tuesdays, that's, you know, um, people are like, Oh wow. You live in the same town I do or the same yeah. County I do, or, you know, 20 minutes from me. And so that leads to a discussion or a friendship that can be built through a virtual community, but can turn into a real life, you know, friendship. Yeah, like absolutely. Brooke, I mean, I, I met her through Instagram, but yeah, I've met her in real life now, probably yeah. six, eight times, something like that. Right. Right. Um, so and those many- connections are so important, especially when you're trying to learn something that you can't do as an Island, you know, you really right. need other people to be part of that. And, for example, we had a event um, a year ago, a little over a year ago, that was just a meetup event. Just come to this event. We're all going to get to meet each other. You came. Great. I and was there for about I, 20 minutes. <laughs> good. Good. Well, I'm glad you came. And, you know, for example, I was helping run the um, table where we were doing a seed swap. And so people brought seeds and you took seeds and just that concept of just sharing those things. Then I grew those things in my garden the next year. Mm-hmm. And people would reach out and say, Hey, I grew tomatoes that you gave me at that seed swap, or I grew marigolds. I got from somebody that I'd never grown marigolds on purpose. It just wasn't a plant that appealed to me really. And then I'm now I'm in love with marigolds, you know, and I, I think I got some, uh, I got, I got some lufa seeds, I think from somebody. Yes. There were great <laughs> lufa seeds, but yep. those sort of events build this community that leads to these relationships that become really important for you'll see a lot of bartering, you know, Mm. I'll trade you this jar of jam for this. You know, I traded some different kinds of jams for a duck, uh, a duck, uh, you know, that I, and just those little things make a big community. That's what I was curious about. A large community. Absolutely. I was curious if it was actually deeper connections than just friendships, actually like, you know, like I said, trading, bartering, Mm -hmm. uh, maybe business relationships forming. I mean, I could see a lot of that maybe coming into play. I didn't know if you knew of some of that, but it sounds like I I bet there was quite a bit of that that's happened even behind the scenes that you don't even know about, you know, the admins don't even know about. How many admins are there? Nine currently. Okay. um, Which is the most we've ever had. Um, Yeah. We ran with, about four or five for a long time. Um, but as we've grown and have new ideas and things we want to do, mm-hmm. um, we all volunteer. None of us get paid. 
Um, so we've tried to add more so we have more specific tasks. So it's not a burden on any one of us to mm-hmm. do all the things. Um, so as we have something else come along and we don't think we can handle it in-house, we go and look for somebody else to hop on and you know, help us with aspects and stuff. So what it's been so far is a way to connect Hoosiers, Hoosier homesteaders together, uh, develop friendships, maybe more. Um, where's it going? What's the plan? Is that it? Or you got bigger plans than that? <laughs> oh, no, lots coming. Yeah. Um, I'll let Brooke chime in here just a minute. But yeah, we basically, we're, we're trying to really blow this thing up. We want to be the go-to resource for all things Indiana Hoosier homesteading. Um, it takes time. Um, we have ideas out the wazoo. Um, <laughs> so it's trying to implement those in the right order. So uh, our biggest thing this year is classes. Um, we're doing more small personal classes. I think we're going to do some. I've seen the soap class you just yeah, had. Yeah, but that was yeah. our first one. Um, and I think we're going to probably put some digital content together also where you can like just purchase a course and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, Brooke is the one in charge of, uh, or one of the admins in charge of classes. So I'll let her touch on that a little bit. Yeah, the classes have been wonderful. Um there's several different admins who are working on these classes together. So it's not just me, uh, but we, we pulled off our very, the soap class, which was a big undertaking. Mm-hmm. You know, we really wanted people to walk in and be able to have all the supplies they needed there um, and leave with a uh, mold of soap that they had made themselves. But that's a lot of organization. That's a lot of supplies. Yeah. It's a lot of having the right teachers, you know, a lot of back work. And yeah. we were able to pull it off. It went very well. Um, we have a sourdough, how to a sourdough 101 class coming up. Oh, we're going to wow. be doing it in January. We've got seed starting that's going to be in March. And we're just going to have, we're trying to do a class at least every other month for this first year to sort of get an wow. idea of how it works, how it goes. And um, it's just so hard to only pick six topics to teach in a year. And, and pick you a know? place too. I mean, you're trying yes. to scatter them around a little bit and get them yes. closer to certain people and things like mm-hmm. that, I would imagine. We're yeah. trying to move them around the state to make sure this yeah. is not just a central Indiana. Mm-hmm. This is not just an east side of Indianapolis. This is statewide. And so we are trying to be like the one for sourdough is going to be in Lebanon, Indiana. Okay. It's actually going to be at the county fairgrounds there in Lebanon. Um, and that exact date should be released within the next week or so. Okay. Uh, and then, you know, well, the one for seed starting is going to be in Delaware County up in Muncie. Oh, so wow. real close yes. to me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So we're trying, we're going to keep spreading those around. We've got some hopes and dreams for teaching some in uh, Northern Indiana. And then of course we'll be coming down to Southern Indiana as well to just really try to, it's the whole state and we really want to sure. make sure that, but also of course it's available to anybody. I mean, you yeah. don't have to like show your ID to prove you live in Indiana. You know, there's sure. options. A lot, for a lot of anyway. people are funny about raising their hand saying, I'm a homesteader too, because they don't think they are. <laughs> yes. You know, well, I'm just, a, I That's just got a small something. garden. I'm not a homesteader. We I hear, hear that, that a lot. So much. Yeah. I feel like whenever I meet people for the first time, they're like, well, I'm not a real homesteader. And I'm like, yeah. you are if you feel that you are. I've I mean, there's a is... lot of people they are. I'm yes. telling you. <laughs> there is no definition I... that says, you can't go through a drive-thru every now and again and still be a homesteader, right? There's, there's or live in a town and be or a homesteader. live in town. You know, I there's a lot of that. Homesteader. Me yeah. too. I, I, I deal too. with imposter yeah. syndrome on a daily basis. Yeah. Like, right. like, am I? I am. I know I am, but like, I don't do nearly as much as so many people. You know, I yeah. have a quarter acre. I have a garden, some ducks, and some chickens. Yeah. But 
I, I am homestay. I'm, I'm yep. on an urban scale, but I am. Um, and yeah. I enjoy it. And, yeah. and uh, that's always become one of my biggest things too, is like preaching. Like you don't have to have 10, 15, 20, a hundred acres. Right. And you don't have to have six varieties of animals. Like you can, you can literally homestead on the balcony of your apartment. Absolutely. You know, buy some five gallon tubs and plant some tomatoes and some herbs. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, and you can it, even it's, be it's dreaming. You could be dreaming of homesteading. You know, maybe it doesn't make sense in your current life for whatever reason, but you can still learn about it. It's still great skills to have. And there's Uh, still I've told people that a lot, you know, even if you're living in an apartment, you have no place to grow anything. You can start working on the skills. You can go buy things at the farmer's market and start learning how to can and preserve and do things. And and, and you're skill building and you're preparing for that day when you can maybe put a garden in or whatever. And and as far as I'm concerned, that's a homesteader because it's a mindset thing. It's like I'm preparing to, Mm -hmm. to, to do this, you know, and I think that's important to realize and and convince people of, because I think, like you said, there's an imposter syndrome there. Like, I don't want to call myself that, but you know, if I think if you're, it's how you feel, you know, I think it is, you are. And, uh, and I think classes like that are great to help build those skills. Um, it looked like you had a great turnout for the soap, for the soap class from the pictures I saw of it. And, uh, I bet you're going to have some really great turnouts on all these uh, classes because people want to learn these skills, you know, in a lot of, places these are forgotten skills and um you know people want to get in touch with that and relearn those things and and pass them down to their children so yeah i think what you're doing there is great absolutely thank you and you know watching a youtube video about those skills is a great way to learn that is a good resource but there is something really different about that like i said earlier that face-to-face connection Mm -hmm. is what makes a a real emotional attachment. Right. And so being in a room with someone where you're smelling what sourdough smells like you're learning about the, you know, those things face to face are so different than just watching a video about it. And then you go and you, you you connect with people and now you you might find somebody who can be like a mentor to you that's close to you and you can learn a bunch of other things from them, you know, Mm -hmm. like that. So that works great as well. Yeah. Um, well, I, I love that. Is there another? Is there another uh, statewide big meetup going to happen again, like last year, in the future? Or are you guys done with that? And uh, so the conference this past year, back in October, um, that wasn't actually us. Um, no, not that one. The one that I oh, went the, to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So the meetup we had. We did yeah. in twenty twenty one. Okay, yeah. was that in twenty twenty one? Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, maybe. Uh, probably more yeah. regional. <laughs> um, if we just do like a, a meetup um, yeah. with not any educational value to it, really, um, we'll probably do more like regional stuff, um, mm-hmm. whether it be the west side of the state or southern or northern or whatever. Um, actually, I know there's some homesteaders in northern Indiana right now. Um, they just rented a venue and they're planning a meetup of their own. Um, yeah. We're not really involved, but. Uh, but we're glad for them. And we we, know we will promote it for them. Yeah, and that's awesome that they're out there. Someone's out there taking that initiative to bring her little community, um, you know, there in North Central Indiana uh, together. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know if we'll do another statewide one. Um, our plan was to do a conference like what just happened a couple months ago mm-hmm. um, with classes, and it'd be an all-day thing. Yeah. Uh, then this other conference popped up out of nowhere. <laughs> and we're like, well, that's what we were going to do. I didn't even hear about that until like two weeks before it happened. And then yeah. they, were, they were already sold out. And I was like, where yeah. did this thing come from? I didn't even know yes. this was happening. <laughs> that was such thing. an ambitious undertaking. And they did an amazing job. Those it looked like it. So yeah. good. They had so much great communication. Like it was wonderful. And 
we hope to be able to keep being, you know, friends with them and, and being part of that future mm-hmm. endeavors. And, you know, there's yeah. just always information to be shared and people are interested in these topics. And so the more education we're getting out, the better for everyone in the whole state. Sure, sure. And beyond. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'd like to hear your personal reasons why you think it's important. You go, Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll that. tell you that. So... Harold, my uh, date, I work full-time off farm. So I'm a nurse practitioner. I run a treatment program for pregnant women with substance use disorders. And that is a really intense job. And it takes a lot of emotional connection and attachment. And it's really important work, right? Mm -hmm. And so when I come home, I'm looking for sanctuary. And I always say like my personal life is a low drama environment. It's It's a peaceful place. And so for me, homesteading is a huge part of my physical and mental health. So it makes me very physically active, which keeps me fit, which keeps me mentally well, which makes me able to be a better mother, a better wife, a better person who cares for other people. So homesteading for me is a big part of my mental health. Okay. And so the, yeah. the great part of it is it makes food and it does all these other, like those are awesome yeah. parts of it. But that having your hands in the dirt and having animals you care for and collecting your own eggs and, you know, that warm egg in the in the wintertime, you know, like the that beautiful tomato in the summer, like yeah. the art of it is something that makes me so happy. So because of what it means to you, you've developed yeah. a passion to share that with others Absolutely. and see others be involved with it. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Paul, for you? Yeah. My biggest thing is the community. Um, yeah. Why? Well, if we're talking like on a social aspect or Instagram or Facebook, whatever, it's the community. Yeah, I just I love connecting people. I love connecting with people. I spend yep. entirely too much chatting with people <laughs> online. Um, my wife will tell me at least once or twice a week, like, hey, put your phone down. Pay attention to me. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, no, I just love bringing people together. Um, yeah. you know, on a personal note, kind of like Brooke said, I just really enjoy the lifestyle. Like I enjoy yeah. going out and working in my garden. Um yeah. I've kind of pigeonholed myself into being this chicken guy um, mm-hmm. on Instagram, which is cool. I, I, I like my chickens. I like my garden more, honestly. Um, but people don't follow me for my garden. So you see most <laughs> of the chicken content. But well, I, I just you're kind of doing that with your name. What is it? 17, yeah. what is it, 17 chickens and counting or something? Like chicken that. Can, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so like I said, I kind of pigeonholed myself into this. You set um, the expectation. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's fine. Um but no, I just, I love going out and, and being in my yard and, you know, yeah. playing in the dirt and, you know, watching my chickens and ducks and whatever else run around the yard. Um, but yeah, and I like to share it with other people. Yes. And then I like to see what they share and share what they share with other people. And, yeah. Um, you know, that's primarily what Homesters of Indiana does. So we just share other people's content. Um, we only do a few original posts. Um so it's mostly sharing other people's content, but it's like, hey, look what this person's doing. Yes. You know, look look at this cool thing this person did or this cute little 
pig that this you know person <laughs> you know just had on their homestead. Um, and you grow to really celebrate those successes with yeah. them. Yeah. You know, there's a friend of ours on the page who had her first round of piglets this year. Mm. And I everyone was cheering like a human <laughs> baby had been born. You know, it was so exciting. And those connections are so lovely to share those passions and those uh, attachments. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think you, you're helping a lot of people. You know, I think a lot of homesteaders like me, and there's a lot of others who are kind of introverted. Now, you don't seem that way, but some of us are. And uh, it's hard to get out there and meet people and meet people even with the, you know, have similar interests. And, and you guys are making it a lot easier to make those connections for a lot of people, for sure. And I think that's really good um, because I think it's important. I mean, I have a whole different set of reasons why I think homesteading is important. And I like to see people who have any desire at all to be able to start doing it. And um, yeah, you guys are definitely helping, helping the cause there and, and doing a lot to to make that happen. And something I have seen, and I don't know, I'm sure you guys have noticed this as well, but uh, I've noticed some counties breaking down as one like, you know, homesteaders of whatever County. And I've been seeing some groups start Which like that. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. And, and I just seen a couple. I don't think one started in my county or anything, but I've been seeing that just sporadically in some different counties. And I thought that's really neat because now you're getting really local connections oh, yeah. where yeah. they can be super and, involved with each other. You know, you had done a podcast a couple episodes back about like sharing resources and sort of having like community resources that yeah. you share. Yeah. And, you know, that's something that we can do in these chat groups that we have on the Indiana mm -hmm. um, Homesteaders page where we'll have, again, like that East Side Homesteader, the Central Indiana Homesteader, where you're not just sharing information, but they're also sharing resources. Hey, yeah. I've got a, I've got this, you know, thing that you need, this tool that you need, right. you know, I'll let you use that. And then we can trade for something I need. Yeah. Or and just be there that, to help labor with one another. Just, you know, somebody needs an extra hand to build a barn or a shed or something and come over. And, and I'm seeing help me with teenagers get summer jobs through that. Mm -hmm. You know, my yeah. teenage daughter's looking for this and somebody says, I'll hire her to do yeah. that, you know, and yeah. Or you want to you want to take a vacation in the middle of the summer? Who better to help take care of your farm than another homesteader come over and feed your animals for you, you know, or something and that, like that? I really did leave on a two week vacation this summer, and I yeah. have animals, and I got it yep. done by using my resources from this homesteading group That's to set awesome. up who was going to take care of my animals. Who knows what's a sick chicken and what's a grumpy chicken? Like, what's the difference? You know, <laughs> is there, is there so, a difference? Know. You know, well, right, <laughs> kind of the same, but yeah. that is still a great way to find those because you do want to leave property sometimes for some reasons. And yeah. that is a nice way to be able to do that with those Absolutely. connections. Yeah. Great. Well, you guys uh, started on Instagram. I've seen you're on Facebook and I've recently seen you made a website as well. Yeah. We just launched our website. Um, two years later <laughs> i started building it um i i don't like doing web stuff um, yeah what? so that's a situation where i i realized that was a, a weakness of mine so i brought in or found the right admin that came in and was mm -hmm. gonna go and got that thing up and running for us um so website's still kind of growing and developing um it'll eventually have more resources on it and different stuff um mm -hmm. but yeah we started that website um, we have a youtube channel now also seen the youtube like channel videos yeah. on it and they're mostly a <laughs> but, um we hope to kind of build the youtube audience um and perfect our filming skills but yeah um we're trying like i said yeah you gotta start somewhere um and I, I think we're doing a, a good amount you know we want to do more but um there, and the there blog, are other, Paul, 
that goes along with that too. The, all the info on the blog that you that you yeah yeah the blog um, we have a it's uh, releasing tomorrow is our uh, uh, holiday gift guide. Okay, uh, we literally spent 15, 20 hours reaching out to small businesses all around the state of Indiana, um, just trying to help them out by putting them in this digital downloaded PDF. Uh, gift guide to help support them and encourage our followers to shop local this holiday season. Um, So between myself and other admins, and we've we've literally spent 20 to 30 hours putting this thing together. That's uh, awesome. Just because we want to, like we want to support and they're not even like necessarily homesteaders. There's like small businesses. Sure. Um, But you know, we want supported and you know, we want to support them also. Um, That's going to be posted at the website. Yeah, it'll be on the website tomorrow. Um, okay. They'll have a little Facebook, Instagram um, announcement also. Um, so. And it'll go out to, we try to keep an email group um, so people will register their emails with us and then we'll send them like an email copy of this. And that's not because we're selling their emails. You know, we're, we keep their privacy very seriously, but that's just so we can do things like send them an email of this gift guide. And, yeah. you know, for example, the turkey going on my table on Thanksgiving is from a far from a person on this gift guide yeah, that yeah. had turkeys, you know, and I don't want to raise my own turkey, but I did want to farm fresh one, you know, so I got it sure. from her. It's never even been frozen. It went right from the butcher to my refrigerator. That's awesome. You know, on two days ago. So See, that's, that's why I, re- things like that is why I love the idea of this community because like, you can just make those connections, you know, if you want to get, you know, a half a hog or something from somebody or get a turkey from somebody or get a few chickens, you know, that are, you know, pasture raised chickens. I, I just, you know, we all can't do everything, but right. as a community, you can do most things and you can barter with one another and, and make these, you know, and, and get this, this stuff to feed your family or do the things you want or, or, the supplies you need or whatever. And community is so important. I've been lately, I've really been thinking a lot about that, harping on that, a lot about that on, on the podcast. Cause I'm, you know, the more you're around this, the more important that seems to be, you know, you think when you first start homesteading, you know, self-sufficiency is the word we throw around it, which it has nothing to do with being by yourself. It's self-sufficiency is using your resources and community is absolutely one of those resources for, for being self-sufficient. And um, we need to, you know, be part of that community and be there for others and, and people can be there for us. And it's not easy for everybody. You know, people, some people struggle with that, but uh, groups like this make it uh, way easier. And I think what you're doing is fantastic. I mean, I, I just, I'm a huge fan of it for sure. And, and, uh, uh, I know we, I, I love what you guys are planning with the classes and the training and hopefully some more conferences. <laughs> I love stuff like that. Um, I didn't get to, I didn't get to, I had other things to do the last one and I just didn't get to spend a lot of time meeting people and I was in and out and got my shirt and hit the road. And I was like, Oh man, I wanted to stick around, you know, but that, I, that was a whirlwind. I, that day yeah. was, I met yeah, people yeah. I don't remember meeting. It was like, yeah. like, Oh yeah, I met you last year at the conference. It's like, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but there'll be more to come. And, you know, we're really trying hard to participate with our, with the other area groups, like this mm-hmm. conference that they just pulled off in October, which was so great earlier. That was fantastic. But we were glad to be there and yeah. be part of it, be meeting people. And a lot of our admins taught different breakout sessions or different classes, you know, and we are, there's, there's no competition in this. It's all about just all of us helping. That's right. Um, yeah. Resources to others. So I, we're 
that's such a great thing about homesteaders. It's like nobody's really in competition with each other. We're all just friends, you know. We just want to help each other out all the time. Yeah. I love that. It's, it's what's so great about this community for sure. Yeah, so, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I wish I literally I wish every state had one of these pages, and I, I yeah. keep preaching it. I'll put stuff on my own personal Instagram every now and then about it. It's like, hey, this is what we're doing. You you should consider doing this also. Um, and There's there a lot are, of there are other there. states. Yeah. Um, I have consulted. Um, four or five different states that do have pages. Yeah. Um, and actually the Ohio, there's an Ohio page. Um, mm-hmm. I'm actually in their admin chat group. Um, Cause I took that page over about a year ago. Cause it had kind of gone. <laughs> um, what's the word I'm looking for? Defunct, whatever. The person I was running it quit. So I took it over, okay. lined up new admins. Um, but nice. yeah, I, I wish more states would do it. And if anyone ever wants to start one, I always tell them, Hey, reach out to me. I'm willing to share ideas and resources yeah. and, because, um, yeah, this could be like you've got Homesteaders of America, which is a great nationwide mm-hmm. organization. Yeah, Amy's but been great with that. That local yeah. aspect yeah. is so important. And I don't think people realize there's a value there. Or they'll be like, well, there's not very many homesteaders in my state. Well, I thought the same thing before I started this page. Yeah. Like, I thought there was literally like 15 of us on Instagram. <laughs> you know, come to find out, there's several thousand of us. Yeah, there's on lots Instagram. Of bucks. And then there's yeah. this whole Facebook audience that we are just now starting yeah. to realize yeah. is there. Um, we had not really focused much on Facebook in the past. Um, so that's kind of our current thing. We're really trying to focus more there because mm-hmm. we realize there's a whole different dem- demographic on Facebook than there yeah. is on Instagram. I think you'll find YouTube also. I think there's a bunch yeah. on YouTube that aren't on regular social medias as well. So yeah. if that channel grows, I'm sure you'll you'll start uh, meeting a bunch through there also. I mean, I think Homesteaders of America, that's where they really – uh, met you know got their people to rally was through mm-hmm. uh, youtube actually and uh, i know some of the people that are involved uh with the uh, homesteaders of new england and i know they got it they had a conference this this year up there and they got they got a pretty good thing going on in that area uh yeah but you're right i'd love to see all the states um just uh take advantage of that and really rally their people and uh yeah it, i just think that would just create a sense of community among homesteaders all across this nation and it, i think it would make a huge difference in the system you know just the way things yes. function for sure absolutely and uh, those same things where you know if you had a bad see if we had a bad frost that came at a weird time and you lost this part of your your crop there's somebody else in a little bit of a different zone who's still close to you that you can work yep. together on what that's going to mean and yep. you know that's I, I i joke that one of our um one of the friends of our page i call her my personal farmer's al- almanac because i base <laughs> when i'm oh she's planting her garlic that means it's time for me to plant my garlic you know like <laughs> yeah and because she's watching that weather she means it you know and <laughs> those kind of local things are so important you know the yep. this national the nationwide ones are very important as well, but having that local resource for the mm-hmm. how to plant specifically and where you are and what you're doing and what animals work well in your area, you know, those are important things yeah. to really focus. Yeah, I seen uh, Paul's video about uh, winterizing his chicken coop there. Yes. Thinking, yep. So you don't get that from somebody down in Georgia. We need a right. an Indiana folk <laughs> to show us how to winterize a coop in this area. Yeah, <laughs> that's I right. Some people from Canada chimed in. They're like, we need this yes. back in like August. Exactly. And that's exactly right, though. It, it's for your area. You, right. know, you kind of get things at the right time and in the right way. And it's different for everybody. So, yeah, that's you're right. I think that's why it's so important to have those local, you know, people to kind of guide us and tell us when is the right time, especially if you're new to it. If you're new to homesteading, 
you know, it's, it's just an only ball game and you don't know, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And it's nice to have people around you who can kind of guide you and help you and, and keep you from making mistakes. And, um, and we all are going to make mistakes, but it's nice when animals aren't dying because of your mistakes, you know, I mean, right. you lose some veggies, that's one thing, but if your animals start suffering, it's a whole other thing. So, yeah. So it's always good to, to, to be in touch with people who know what they're doing and, and, uh, learn from them on, on things like that. So I think it's great. Um, uh, well, I mean, so you got the classes coming up, you can beyond a year from now. I mean, is there anything else? Are you just thinking more classes, more connections, anything else on the horizon? Uh, we've discussed starting a podcast. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, everybody. Not to compete. Trust no, me. hey, um, just like in just like in homesteading, there's no competition there. We're all right. friends. It, I would, would promote your just, podcast gladly. <laughs> it would just be to uh, you know, highlight solely Indiana accounts. Um, yeah, kind of like a meet Hoosier Tuesday, but in a longer format. Um, mm-hmm. We've discussed doing like 92 counties in 92 weeks. Where we mm-hmm. actually go and visit one homestead per county. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really excited for that one. I think that yeah. would be so fun. I love this. It's going to be a big undertaking, but if we all work together, yeah. I think we can pull it off. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, like I said, we got the classes. We're going to work on some digital content also. Um, a big thing we want to do is we want to put together a resource list that has literally all the resources you could think of as a homesteader here in Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's going to take a lot of digging on our part to find these resources or asking people to share their resources. Um, so it's like, Oh, you live in uh, Adams County, Indiana. Here is two poultry vets and here's five, you know, whatever, you know, sourcing um, feed would be a, I could see for sourcing feed, you know, yeah, feed suppliers and things like that. Yeah, um, sure. So we really want to work on um, putting some together like that. Um, probably not for a profit, just to help, right. you know, our neighbors out and yeah. uh, help that brand new homesteader know where to go to get certain things, um, yeah. or who to contact. Um, so that's going to take a lot of man hours to put together. Um, again, just us reaching out to people and asking, Hey, will you share who you use and stuff like that? But, um, that's a big thing we really want to get, um, put into place in the next year, um, so we'll, we haven't started working on it yet because we've been focused on a few other things, but mm-hmm. um, that's definitely something we're going to, yeah. And then at that conference, we're hoping to be more involved with that next year. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to meet with them here in January, the people who did it last year, kind of figure out how we can be more involved um, and, yeah. yeah. Try to be right. helpful to them in whatever resources we can provide, or even if yep. it's just manpower, advertising, you know, com- just being part of their community, make sure they yeah. know that we're a source for them. And we also have another thing that's coming up is we're going to be uh, this summer. We're going, we haven't picked a date just yet. It'll probably be early fall of next year of 2023. We're going to do a uh, farm crawl, which was done in, um, in the Zionsville area. They had great success with doing a farm crawl there. So it was, I believe 10 homesteads. You got a free map that showed you where they were. And on one day, one Saturday in September, these were open to the public, these homesteads. And you could go and see them and see what they were doing. And this fall, we'll have one coming in the Pendleton area um, for all the farms that are in this area. Um, And just, you know, it's an open house, basically. You get a free map and you go to these places and you see what they're doing and how they're doing it. It was really cool. So I I went to the north side one this past year. Um, 
and I made it to seven of the 10 farms, I think. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's just so cool. Like walk around their properties and see their yeah. animals and see their yeah. setups. Um, there's this one up there that does like um, hydroponics or aquaponics. Yeah, I've got an aquaponics raises, set up. Uh, yeah. yeah. Actually raises tilapia um, and then has that water going through his aquaponics system. And yeah. it was like so cool to see it in real life and then talk to him be like, what led to this? And he was like, it's just a hobby. And it kind of yeah. evolved into being a legit business. Um, yeah. But yeah, so plan that other one. And if other people in other areas of the state want to do it, you know, we would lend some resources also to, sure. hey, yeah. here's what you need to do to plan um, these farm crawls. Um, the North Side one this past year got some news coverage even. So, yeah. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. And the, what a great way to introduce people of families that maybe didn't even know they were interested in this. You know, they just yeah. wanted their kids to come out and see the, the miniature ponies at my house. But then they yeah. get there and they find out that the kid is obsessed with the garden. I've had that happen. People came to see my ponies, but the kid just wants to talk about how a carrot grows. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, give, give them one. And they'll be hooked for life. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> don't taste like yeah. a store bought one for sure. Right. Yeah, that's great. Well, yeah, I, I think can't that's a great really idea care for the life of me. So I went in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody's got that thing or two that they have trouble oh. growing. Yeah, it's celery for me. I have trouble with celery. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I successfully grew celery this year. Um, not very much of it, but uh, I didn't start. I actually bought the start, um, but I didn't kill it. So, <laughs> yeah, hey, that's half the battle right there. That counts. <laughs> that's a win. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, that's, that's really cool. Yeah. Again, you're uh, opening people's, uh, you know, minds up to the possibility, seeing things. I've always said that I think just as important as education on doing things is inspiration and just seeing things like that and being inspired, uh, that'll carry you a long way. Cause I mean, that's kept me going at times when, uh, when I didn't feel like going, just being inspired by other people doing it. So I think when they can see other people's farms and check it out and see things and, and the same thing with the Instagram pages and being able to see what people are doing in those pictures and, and meet them. I think that's just really inspiring and it it's motivating to keep you going even on your own, on your own homestead. Yeah, for sure. So I think that's another, another uh, side benefit of what you're doing there. You know, you're just keeping people motivated. So that is part of the battle, right? Of homesteading is keeping, I mean, I always say I never bring <clears throat> any new animal home in February. Yeah. Right. Cause it's not the greatest time of the year to homestead in Indiana, you know? Right. And I, it's, it's, so that keeps that motivation rolling of like, okay, yeah. here's how they're doing it. I want to try that. You know, there's never, I've been doing this homesteading of some form for 20 years and there's, I've learned new things every year. I mean, there's sure. just so much to learn my yep. whole life. I'll be learning about this. You yep. can't ever know everything. Yeah. You'll have people showing up these classes, you know, to learn what seems like what may, might be a basic skill for, for a lot of the people there, but they've been homesteading for 30 years, but they've never done that. You know, right and they'll, they'll learn that new thing that, you know, that they never done before. You know, the so. teacher we have lined up for the seed starting class, like she does just the most weird, odd things that like I would have never thought to do or like growing things in weird containers. And, yeah. Um, so like I'm She's actually very I'm clever. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm going to actually go to that class as an attendee, not to represent homesteads of <laughs> India because I'm just cool. It's it's very interesting to see how other people do stuff yeah I mean, I and, and there's a bunch of ways to do it right there's a lot of I see ways she to do does it our right. instagram yeah. page but you would actually go there and like pick her brain in real life so mm -hmm. yeah. for sure be pretty cool and that, so, like, 
I know how to like start the, seeds, but like I'm sure I can learn something from that class. Sure. Oh, definitely. And the sourdough class, again, oh. I've been homesteading to some degree for 20 years, but I've never touched sourdough, sourdough until six months ago. Yeah. The lady that's going to be teaching that class Top, if she could teach me how to do sourdough, she could teach anybody because that was not a skill that came to me naturally. Yeah, I started and, doing sourdough about a year ago, and I'm still kind of struggling with it—just the discarding and getting everything right. Yes, I, yes. I get, I forget, and then I'm, you know, trying to play catch up with it and everything right, else. And right. yeah, I do the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. My, my and, wife handles the sourdough. But she's pretty good at it. <laughs> yeah, she's in charge. <laughs> but you know, those skills—that uh, is just there's always something new to learn. And there's yeah. always something to refine. I mean, I've been gardening for over 20 years, but I learned something new about gardening every year. Yep. Me so, too. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's better if you can learn it from somebody else other than learning it the hard way. <laughs> yes. You'll yes. learn either way, but you know, it's, it's much better to learn by somebody else's experiences for sure. Yeah. For sure. And that's been fun too, is to have these extremely seasoned homesteaders. I just met someone a couple of weeks ago who'd been doing urban homesteading. Mm -hmm. uh, she was in her 60s and she says she's been doing it as long as she's been in a house, you know, since yeah. she was in her 20s. And she said that her neighbors always looked at her like she was crazy. And then the last two years, they're looking over the fence like, well, how do you set up your compost pile? And where do you put your chicken shavings at? And asking all mm -hmm. these questions, you know, that she said she was so excited to have the interest in it. Yeah. So meeting that seasoned homesteader as well and all the wisdom they have to bring. It's funny. I think I think urban homesteaders actually stir up more interest than people out in the country because you don't expect to see it there. And I know people do that with my homestead, you know, because I'm an urban homesteader. We got about a quarter acre here also. And I mean, people are just fascinated by how much you're doing on a small piece of land, you know, and I guess I guess there's one suggestion I got for the group is, you know, you start highlighting more urban homesteaders because I really get excited about this. Yes, <laughs> hey, I'm that's all for true. It. <laughs> and there's so much to learn from urban homesteaders, even if you're not on an urban homestead, because using space wisely is using time wisely as well. Yeah, yeah. So even though I might have space, I don't have time. So right. that's mm -hmm. where I need to be careful and maximize it. And that's what urban homesteaders really bring to that is that yeah. great use of space is also a great use of time. Yep. When yeah. we were starting our regional chats um, for they're on Instagram there's by far the most accounts in central Indiana. Um, so every other region, we just threw them all together. So yeah, like Northwest, Southwest, whatever. Well, mm -hmm. for central Indiana, we have like 200, 300 accounts that chime in that want to be part of this. Like, well, that's too many for one group chat. So we broke it down to urban and um, country pumpkins is what they want to be called. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we gave we still gave everyone the option is like, which chat do you want to be in? And there's a bunch of people. I think Brooke's one of them. She's in both the country and the urban because she enjoys seeing what the urban folks are doing and how they're yeah. going about things and managing their, their space. Um, so I, I don't have – I could do way more than I do. Um, I still value having a yard a little bit, um, at least for now with little kids around and everything. But um, I, I know a lot of people have seen my garden set up, which is built on my side yard. Um, yeah. I had about – 10 feet from my house to my property line that was really wasted space there wasn't much i could do with it yeah. um so i was like hey let's fence this in and make it the garden now it's not the most convenient ever because i can't it's really hard to weed the back because i can't get all the way around but um but it works you know yeah and I've had it's a great people, use of space paul that garden. To see that and be like well i got this really narrow side yard also i'd never thought to turn that into my garden right, right. and yeah there are challenges with it but at the same time it's 
it's using the space I have and, you know, and I, I try I to agree. use a lot of should. edible landscape stuff, which I learned from all the urban gardeners about yeah. the stuff they post about using their beds around their house. I don't yeah. have to, but I do because it's convenient. It looks nice. Well, yeah. You know? yeah, I mean, I have my primary garden, but I have just as much garden space sprinkled around the rest of my property. That yeah, um, like just random beds here or there. That's kind of how I do it too. Yeah. Um, and it's amazing so, how many trees and things. Like we got 20 trees on this property, quarter acre plus a large garden wow. and 20 fruit trees, you know. Uh, so, I mean, you can great. do a lot. You can do a lot with a small piece of property. If you know, if you do it right, that's that's the key. You just got to put some plant, you, you know, be a lot more intense about your planning and how you set things up and, and uh, yeah, just shading and things like that. But, yeah, you can do some amazing things. So, I would, it would be neat to see more what people are doing in those small spaces. I'm fascinated by that. I always get a kick well, out of seeing what people are doing. We'll make sure. That's giving me ideas. <laughs> I'm writing it down. We need All to make right, sure then. I've already got a few accounts of mine to reach out to. So good deal, we need good to do deal. an urban, uh, we need to come do a uh, tour of your garden so that we can get that <laughs> well, on. Not our, right now. It's pretty dead yeah, right, now. right now. Maybe next right. year. Not right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think that, uh, yeah, I'd like to see a lot more of that, but I think what you're doing is great. I mean, you guys are highlighting a, a lot of people doing a lot of cool things and, and, um, you know, I think that there's a lot of skill building that's going to happen because of this group and and a lot of connections that are going to be made because of this group. And uh, that right there, you guys can feel real proud of what you're doing for sure. I think you've just done an amazing thing, even if you didn't even intend for it to be that amazing. I think it, it did. It turned into something really special. I think you're doing a great job with it. Um, I will say that what you're doing, everything you're doing isn't free. So you do guys do sell swag and things like that to, to go towards the funding on the some of these shirts. projects. Yep. yep. We're all three wearing one. I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we sell the uh, merchandise um, and obviously classes. Um, like yeah. I said, none of us actually take any kind of pay, um, any money we do make. We're not technically a nonprofit, but we kind of function that way. Yeah. Any money we make, we roll right back into the next project. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's already been a few projects we've had to say, no, we can't do that right now because we just don't have the funding mm -hmm. for it. Yeah. Um, but in the future, we might have the funding to be able to do something or um, we like the idea of like sponsoring events. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we might not insist, it might not be our event, but we could sponsor it and provide some financial assistance. Um, so, and any yes. dollar spent on our classes, that's something, you know, it's important. You know, if you, the fees that we charge are not paying for anybody's lake house, you know, the, the fees for the classes are all go right back into Homesteaders of Indiana so we can keep making it bigger and better and, and keeping it at high quality. Yeah. And I know we've all dumped or put our own money into this also. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Brooks fronted some money for the soap class. I fronted some money to buy um, a bulk order of merchandise for that conference. Um, uh, we, we do pay ourselves back, but yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, sure. we're having faith that this is going to be a success. Yeah. Um, so fronting some money here and there. Um, but yeah, we, uh, I hate to come across like I, I'm afraid we come across oh. as annoying to people pushing stuff. It's like we're not pushing our merchandise because, yeah, we'd love to see you wear it, but we, we kind of need the money also. I, I think people understand. I mean, I certainly understand things are yeah. not cheap and it, it costs money to do these things. And I, I think it was uh, Walt Disney. I heard a quote one time because we don't we don't uh, we don't make movies 
to to make money. We make money so we can make more movies. And it's kind of like right. that, you know, it's kind of like that with exactly these comics. Right. Yeah. And I think that's exactly the, what you guys think is you want to do more. You want to do more classes. You want to, you know, do just do more for this group. And it takes money to do that some, in some cases. So, you know, you have to you have to do that. And I think most people understand that. In the world we live in, people understand that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> for sure. We do want to look into potentially becoming a nonprofit in the future. Um, mm-hmm. We recently got our LLC um, just to protect us a little bit. But nonprofits are really kind of the route we would like to take because um, there's some additional grants and funding and stuff we could apply for that could open mm-hmm. up some more possibilities. Um, that's just it's a lot. That's a process. Yeah, and it's yeah. not one we were willing to take on right at this minute. But um, that is kind of a future goal of ours is to actually become a legit nonprofit. But, sure. Well, Since we yeah. function as one already, really. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. but we'll get there. We'll get there. There's so much growth to happen. And, oh, you know, it's yeah. not like homesteading's going away, right? This is yeah. always, it's been here forever. It'll be here forever in some form. And so, you know, we've got lots of time to keep developing and getting better and learning new things. And yeah. we're just excited to, again, keep that focus on community and local and um, making connections. So, yeah, you guys came a long way in just three short years. I mean, you've done a lot already. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes. And, uh, you know, I want to, I've got a platform here. So anything you guys want to promote, you let me know. I'll be happy to, to share those things. And we'll get the get the word out all the best I can because I love what you're doing. And uh, I want to see more states do it. But I want to, you know, of course, I'm fond of this state. I want to see more happen here. So, you know, uh, you definitely, uh, definitely keep doing what you're doing. And, uh, yeah, I think. Growth comes slowly. You can overdo it and go too fast and it ruins right. things. You can, you can make yes. mistakes and, and it can actually hurt you. So yeah, do it at the, at the pace that it needs to happen and, and do it right. And it looks like you guys are doing that. And, and you got, it sounds like you got a great group of people. I'd love to almost be a fly on the wall listening to your little meetings about <laughs> all the ideas you have going on because it sounds like you got some great, some great plans and it's just going to take time to, to see them all come to a head. And I, I can't wait to, to see what, what, what's in store for it. So you guys keep up that great work for sure. Thank you so right, much. Right. That, the right, entire yeah. group of admins are just so focused on the same, you know, big dreams with, with goals that make sense. And it is just an incredible group of people to work with. They are Sounds so like talented, yeah. so clever and bringing so many different strengths together to make, just to keep this going forward. Yeah. And yeah. I can't stress that enough. Like, this would not work if there wasn't a team of people there oh, to yeah. make it work. Yep. Um, I started the page. I ran alone for about three or four months. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've had big dreams from the start. Um, it's just a matter of getting the right people in the place to, to kind of achieve those dreams. Um, so none of my original admins are still admins. Um, it's kind of a revolving door. Um, people come and go. But uh, every single one along the line has been a huge reason why we've had success and why we'll continue to have success yeah um, so um yeah definitely can't do it without without right. a team of people without my village here helping me yeah Absolutely. great group of people that's great yeah well uh again i'll be here to promote anything i can promote and uh you guys keep doing what you're doing because i love it and uh and i'll be, make sure i get the um the links uh to your website to the instagram page all that stuff in the show notes and i'm gonna really encourage people go uh whether you're in indiana or not 
Yes. Go check it out because there's a lot of good information in there mm-hmm. besides just seeing Indiana homesteaders. But that right there is even enough, even if you're out of state, because you get, again, inspired and encouraged. And you know what? The uh, uh, friendships don't have stop at state lines. So we can <laughs> we can all be friends and, <laughs> and uh, learn from each other. And uh, but uh, especially my friends in Indiana, go be a part of this because it's a huge thing. And I, I think that uh, we all need to to be a little closer knit and, uh, and support one another and be there for one another. So keep up that great work. And, uh, and I, I really appreciate you guys coming on the podcast and telling us all about it because I I'm really excited about it. Yeah. We appreciate Thank you. you. Thanks for having yes. us. Thanks for having us. Looking around, I find the sea. I think I need a change. The rat race. I want to flee my world. I'll rearrange. I'm getting back to the roots of how it's meant to be Growing gardens, picking fruit, racing livestock, living free Like grandma did, sitting on her front porch, hunting and fishing like a kid. Once you've done all of your chores, it's a Today